This is the Highly Sensitive Club, episode number eight. Have you been told you are too sensitive, too dramatic, or too much? Do you have big feelings and deep thoughts you don't always know what to do with? I'm Stephanie Lynn, a certified life coach and highly sensitive person. I've helped dozens of highly sensitive clients feel more energized, more confident, and more in control of their high sensitivity. In these episodes, you'll get the information and inspiration to level up your life as a highly sensitive person too. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Club. Hello, highly sensitive person. In this episode of the Highly Sensitive Club, I want to talk about four ways for you to recharge, which is something we all need, especially highly sensitive people. Now, I'm going to go against the grain a little bit this week because typically the first quarter of the year, especially January, is all about achievement, setting goals, and accomplishing things that you want to set out to do. And so a lot of those new goals are things like exercising more or getting organized or eating healthier and all of those things are great but i want to challenge you with a new possible goal and that is having more fun and more play in your day and in your week because studies show that play and fun help boost our creativity give us more energy for the things that we both need to do and want to do And play and fun are good for our bodies. They're good for our immune systems, and we need to rest and recharge in order to let our bodies recover and do the things that they need to do so that we don't have buildups of chronic stress and all of those hormones that go along with it. For highly sensitive people in particular, our nervous systems work on overdrive because we feel things more acutely than other people, and we take in more information than others do too. So we're processing a lot of information, we have a lot of thoughts, we process a lot of information, and we feel very deeply, which means that our energy expends quicker than the average person. And that means we especially need way more rest than the average person. A lot of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast, care a lot about creativity and being productive. We're high achievers and we like to strive and we like to accomplish things and do things. But sometimes we can become our own worst enemy because we push ourselves too far. So I want you to think back to a time when you have taken some time off. Maybe that's a vacation that was just amazing. Maybe it was a staycation where you just get to stay home and relax and not go anywhere or do anything. I love staycations. Maybe it's a workshop that you attended. Whatever it was, think back to that time. Did it feel draining or depleting to go and have that time away? Or did you come back feeling energized and recharged and more relaxed? Now, I know some people take vacations and then it makes them dread going back to work even more. However, it's not dreading the time off or getting depleted from the time off. It's actually realizing that there's a discrepancy in the way that you're using your time and the way that you're working. So as you're thinking back to that time when you took a break and how energizing it makes you feel, bring that in mind to your daily life and to your weekly life as well. Because taking breaks make us more productive, but more importantly, they make us more fulfilled. Our life is supposed to have both rest and activity. The rest part is where we grow. It's where we process. It's where our body repairs. Sleeping is when we instill our memories and keep things for long-term memory or for short-term memory. 
We need rest in order to survive and highly sensitive people, especially who have a lot of drive and a lot of desire, it's really easy to tip over into burnout or empathy fatigue, where you just get tired feeling so many of other people's emotions. You might get resentful or irritable, or you might withdraw and avoid when you get to the point that you've overdone your activity and you need to take rest. I wanna point out, and I have definitely struggled with this one too, that a lot of the highly sensitive people that I have talked to who are clients or friends and loved ones, they have this expectation or this rule that you work first and play later except for a lot of highly sensitive people that becomes work first and play never, or play because I absolutely have to because I don't have any other choice. You play when you're burnt out and you absolutely have to stop what you're doing and rest. Often this looks like going and going and going Monday through Friday, and then Saturday you sleep for 12 hours and any plans that you had, you have some JOMO, joy of missing out, because you cancel them, because you need that unplanned time and you absolutely have to take it in order to keep going. This might even cause chronic stress, and chronic stress is one of the contributing factors to long-term health issues as well. So rest is crucial, and we need to stop treating ourselves like rest is the last thing on our to-do list. This is a holdover from the industrial age when we worked in factories and these very old puritanical morals of productivity and purity over being human. I don't like the Puritans. I think they had a lot of bad stuff going on. I mean, talk about the witch hunts, for example, but humans are messy and we're dynamic and we're complex and we can't just be completely productive and completely pure all the time doing exactly what we're supposed to do. That's just not realistic and it's not healthy for any of us. That's a key to resistance and repression. It doesn't work. And yet we still have this belief that we're carrying around. It's probably been passed down from generation to generation that a good work ethic means that you work yourself to the bone and then you make time to play at some point, probably when you're retired. I completely relate to this because I am a recovering worker bee. I have a really strong work ethic and I like to achieve things. I like to accomplish goals and growth is one of my highest values. So it is very easy for me to bite off more than I can chew and to take on a ton of projects and new things because I'm just so excited and I wanna do them all. However, I have learned, especially recently, that there is a paradox that's going on when we think that we are working for a result instead of creating the results and doing the work after. So here's what I mean by this. This looks like if I just work harder, if I work more hours, if I take care of this email in the evening or on the weekend so I don't have to worry about it on Monday, or I do this extra work project and I send it off so that I don't have to worry about it later, even when you do that, you're still gonna have stuff to do when that later would arrive, but you've just taken up time away from your leisure time and away from your relationships and your time to rest. So we think that when we work harder, then we'll have what we want, which could be more money or more time or more energy, and then we can become the person that we want to be. I am flipping that for myself, and I want you to consider flipping that for yourself as well. You can become the creator, and that means if you are working hard so that you can have more time or more energy or more fun or more time with your loved ones and deeper connections, you can have those without doing more work. And in fact, the paradox is the more work you do, the less likely you are to have that time, that energy, and those deep, fulfilling connections with others and with yourself. 
So for me, this looks like I'm spending more time on courses, especially in the morning. I'm doing my reflections first thing. I am deeply invested in a lot of Marie Forleo courses. I'm doing self-coaching scholars this quarter. So I'm super excited about the last best year. I just love doing courses and I'm using all of that know-how and all of that experience and knowledge that I'm gaining from them to help you and to help my clients. I am also playing more video games and that sounds crazy. I feel like the only person in the world who's like, I need to watch TV more and I need to spend more time in front of my screens. But I do genuinely need more time to rest and recharge. And that means I am playing a lot of Stardew Valley lately. If you like the farming Sims, this is a particularly cute one and I really like it in addition to some of the ones that my friends have recommended. I'm also reading more novels because I tend to get very heavily into self-improvement books and I just need some fun and I need stories. And I'm also getting out and walking more because I don't know where you are in the world, but in Ohio, February has actually been pretty mild and it's sunny outside. So it is time to get out and get more movement and just be outside in nature, which is something that we highly sensitive people really, really need and connect to. So in order to help yourself have more fun or more play or more rest, which is genuinely a great thing to make a goal for yourself, because I think we tend to discount that the most, I want you to take downtime more regularly and to feel your emotions before they escalate, because oftentimes that's what makes us way more tired and depletes our energy longer. There are nuances to this. So this is the four ways where it's coming in now, the four ways that you can recharge. And this comes from a fabulous book that I read recently called The Perfectionist's Guide to Losing Control by Catherine Morgan Schaeffler. And I actually loved this book so much. I read it through once and then immediately turned around and read it again because I knew once I'd read the whole book, I would be able to put the nuances together with the bigger picture. And I got so, so much out of it. So she talks about three different kinds of rests, but I'm using my own riff on it and created four different kinds of ways to recharge. Rest, reset, restore, and refresh. Now the first one, rest, is pretty obvious, but I think it's one of the things that gets skipped the most. That's getting enough sleep, not working sleep deprived and then trying to catch up on the weekends. It means eating and drinking healthy foods that work for your body. So I'm not saying you need to get on a certain diet or live a particular lifestyle, but it's whatever works best for you and makes you feel most energized. I think meditating in the sense of being present with your thoughts, with your body and with your emotions is a great form of rest, even though sometimes it might feel a little bit challenging. And I would also say feeling your emotions and processing your thoughts are essential parts of rest. I think this is one of the things that sometimes we do as we're going through our day. So we don't always think about how important it is to do that processing as we go, but ultimately processing for highly sensitive people is one of the most crucial things that we can do because instead of just processing random information, we can actually process our own experience, do the self-reflection that we need to do in order to learn from our experiences, and then turn that into actions that can actually help us and serve us in future. So if you're not processing or meditating or sleeping or eating, sometimes it's just doing absolutely nothing. Sitting outside when the weather is beautiful, enjoying the breeze, being present, 
not having any inclination to achieve or accomplish anything. And I know this can be hard for us growth-minded, highly sensitive people. That was number one, rest. Number two is reset, and this is decompression. This also gets heavily discounted, but I wanna tell you, you have to pour out all the gunk that you've collected throughout the day so that you can make room for other things. I like to refer to being a highly sensitive person very much like a sponge where you can just kind of soak up other things from other people. And sometimes you have to wring them out in order to fill up with your own energy and your own light. So decompression, resetting actually looks like watching TV, reading a book for pleasure, playing a game, whether that's a board game or a video game or a game on your phone. All of those things are okay because we need play. Scrolling on the socials. You don't have to doom scroll in order to feel like you can decompress a little bit. And I've actually given some of my clients the tip of setting a timer so that you can get on, you can scroll completely guilt-free, and then as soon as the timer goes off, you finish up your last comment or your last like, and then you get off and you can be guilt-free and you don't have to worry about it anymore. This decompression period is one of the things that we highly sensitive people beat ourselves up for but you don't have to beat yourself up for taking some time to just let your brain play and be entertained and have some leisure and recharge and rest because we need those things. You have to wring out the sponge in order to soak up the good clean water that you have in store for it. I think that these steps tend to build on each other, but you can also bounce between them too. So number three is restore, and this is your self care activities. This might be stuff that you don't necessarily enjoy doing in the moment, but it has a net positive effect on you later. That could be something like movement or exercise if you feel like getting a little bit more invested in it. Some people get a little bit squeamish about the word exercise or working out, and that's totally okay. It's fine to get movement into your day and to take care of your body in that way. It could be prepping and cooking nourishing food for yourself so that you're not going to convenience foods or going through fast food places in order to get your food needs met. It could be taking care of your skin. It could be maybe meditating in this instance. Maybe meditation is hard for you, but you're growing the skill and you're growing the habit. So it is a form of self-care to make time for that meditation and to learn and to practice it, even if it doesn't feel like you're decompressing or even resting at that time. And number four, the final one is to refresh. So just like we wrung out the sponge in the reset stage and we are letting it dry out in the restore phase, the refresh phase is when you soak up all the good clean water or the soapy water, and then you can really get into the good stuff. Like you can really clean with that. So this could be learning a new skill such as meditating or a new language. It could be taking classes, like going to a dance class or going to a fitness class. It could be having an amazing conversation with someone. We highly sensitive people love to connect and we love to get to that deeper level with the people that we're connecting with. So having an amazing conversation with anyone could be something that genuinely fills you up if you feel like it's mutual and you're getting as much as you're giving. It could be listening to music. It could be dancing to that music. It could be as simple as watching some comedy or watching a short on YouTube and laughing your butt off. It could be traveling. Traveling and getting out of our normal everyday routine can be so, so helpful for us, even if it's just a day trip or going somewhere, you know, an hour away from where you live. Going to events could be very restorative and refreshing for you. 
and maybe even making a day of staying in. Whatever this looks like for you, whether it's resting and doing nothing, restoring and not necessarily doing things you enjoy, but give you a net positive effect, resetting where you just decompress and you wring out the sponge or refresh where you fill yourself up, you can bounce between these four stages. But I find that the danger really comes when you're not making enough time for one particular aspect of recharging. And I also find that they build on each other. So if you haven't had enough sleep or good food to eat, it makes it harder to transition from resetting or decompressing, you know, the doom scroll, to take that time to restore and refresh yourself instead. So I find that this is a building process where you start with rest, then you move to resetting, then you move to restoring yourself, and that gives you space and time and energy to refresh and really put stuff, pour stuff into your cup that makes you feel good so that when you pour it out into others, it feels great for both of you. I want you this week to prioritize fun in your schedule first. This is my challenge to you. I know that this might be hard. I know you have a lot going on in your life and you're super excited about all of it and your schedule's very full and it feels great. And a lot of those things are things that you signed up for. You chose them. You want to do them. And I also know that you might be discounting fun for yourself because I certainly was until recently. And I have found that it is a game changer to give yourself rest and to put it in the schedule as though it's just as important as any other appointment. If you're working in order to have more fun, you can reframe that, completely flip it on its head and tell yourself that you can have fun now. And then whatever you do for work is just bonus on top of it because you're not going for a particular result. You already have the fun or the play or the leisure that you want now because you're making time for it. You can either continue to keep swinging back and forth between exhaustion and striving where you go, 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 go until you collapse on the weekends and then you start your week all over again you keep yourself stuck in the same patterns and it affects your time, your money and your relationships. Or you can make more time for fun and play and rest, which means that you balance both your work and your obligations and your fun in your life so that they can enhance each other. It's just like the yin yang. I love that analogy. You need activity and you need rest in order to have a complete and whole life especially as a highly sensitive person, you have to have both. And I would even challenge you to say that you probably need more rest than you do activity because the quality of the activity that you do is so high. When you make more time for fun, you create more time to hang out on the couch and snuggle with your honey or your furry friends. You're fully present to yourself and the people around you instead of picking up your phone on autopilot. You can go for walks. You can read a good book. You can plan your next trip instead of waiting for someday when you have less to do, maybe even years down the road when you're retired. You are absolutely worth taking that time off, highly sensitive person. So just to recap, play is good for our creativity. It gives us energy and it gives us the opportunity to reset our bodies, which is something we highly sensitive people really, really need. There are four ways that you can recharge, rest, reset, restoring and refreshing. And once you have those four things in your schedule, suddenly you have more time, more energy, better relationships with yourself and with others. And you can really live the way that you want to live without waiting for some result in the nebulous future. You really are worth it. And now I have a few announcements now that we're past to the main part of the episode. And that is that I am hosting an in-person workshop next week 
February 22nd, 2024 in Columbus, Ohio. So if you live in the area, please come. It's called All About Highly Sensitive People. If you're interested in learning more about the trait and doing some activities so that you can get to know yourself or your highly sensitive loved ones a little bit better, come to the in-person class. There's just something about that energy that just feels so, so good. And in two weeks, I am holding a virtual webinar called From Kryptonite to Superpower, Changing Your High Sensitivity from Weakness to Strength. And that is on February 28th, 2024. I have links to both of those in on my website on the workshops and classes page. And I'll also add that to the show notes as well. But you can go to stephanielin.com, that's L-I-N-N.com and go to the workshops and classes page to find out more. I also am taking one-to-one coaching clients at the moment. So if you're having trouble making a priority out of things like fun, if you're having trouble making that happen on your own, I would love to help you. If you are doing it, but you want to learn how to do it faster and more efficiently, I am down for that. And if you want someone to help you process and get your thoughts out of your head and into action, I would love to be the one to help you hear your own voice more clearly. I am also offering a couple new things too. So if you've been listening to previous episodes, you know all the benefits and features, which you can also find on my website, but I am also offering business support now to highly sensitive entrepreneurs who want to grow their business and do it the highly sensitive way. The way that we go about business is completely different from the way that most other people go about their businesses. And I would love to support you. I also have one more offer too, because I am taking time genius and I'm in self-coaching scholars and I've done money boot camp. If you're doing a group program that doesn't have a lot of one-on-one support from the coach who's running it, I would love to be your one-on-one support. My mentor is helping me through all the things that I'm learning in my group programs and my group coaching courses. And it can really, really help to have someone who is there specifically for you to help you process through all the things that you're working through and to really implement the actions and the activities that you're learning from your group coaching programs. So I wanna offer that to you just as an option. If you're in the middle of a group program and want to get more one-on-one support, I can absolutely help you with that. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you got a lot out of this episode and I will see you on the next episode of the Highly Sensitive Club. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to take what you learned today to the next level, head over to Stephanie Lynn, that's L-I-N-N.com and book a consultation call to get started. I can't wait to see you there, my dear HSB.